Perfect. All right. See how long the puppy sleeps since he's in the cage, like right there. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you got your fancy blurry screen. So, yeah, I figured if since my office is the bedroom and Katrina come home and freak out, I can see the dirty bed. Oh, geez. <laughs> the bed's supposed to be dirty. It is. <laughs> There's laundry baskets on it. Uh, I mean, it's like nothing fancy. See, there's you can't even see it. Yeah, it looks like a normal. I mean, that's how bad it's a normal ours bedroom. is. Yeah, it's a normal room in a house that gets lived in. Yeah, and there's the dog. Oh, okay. I think you can taste <laughs> a black dog in a little shadowy yeah. corner. <laughs> Blending in. He's camo camouflaged. Yep. Using the shadows. Yes. As we all should. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think that's good. Does it sound okay? Yeah, it sounds just fine. Okay. It's been uh, two months to the day since we recorded. Has it really? It's... Yeah, I meant to do something last month and no time. <laughs> it was a busy month. <laughs> I um I I get it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I had some stuff I was going to do. And it was like, where the hell did all of my time go? I was like. Well, that was the thing. You know, I was kind of like every every time I had like 15 minutes, I'm like, man, I'll just record something and send it to you. Right. And like, if you have time to edit it and throw it up there, right. whatever. And then it was like, yeah, I don't even have time to do that. Yeah, yeah that's understandable. Well, I bit off. I bit off more than I could chew in the school. Oh, did you? Thing. Did I did I tell you that? So I think I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I I did a uh, computer apps class. Okay. So I've I've got three three classes this quarter, but they there's only one that lasts the full sixteen weeks. So I have I had one at the beginning, so I had two classes. Right. And then I have a five week class at the end. Oh. And the computer apps class was the eight week class. And I've got an ethics class. It doesn't have a lot of work, but the ethics class, like the first week, there was a ton of work. Mm. So I'm like emailing the instructor and I'm like, do you have a schedule? Is this going to be like this the whole way? And she's like, yeah, pretty much. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, damn and it. She, well, well, she goes, you did pick the eight week version of the 16 week class. Oh. And I'm like, yeah. oh, well, can I drop it and get into that? And she goes, Yeah, but it's it's Wednesday. So you'll have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday to finish the first week of stuff. Oh. And I'm like, well, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was a lot of work. Um I actually she opened up the final exam, which is this week, but she opened it up last Thursday. Oh, okay. So I actually ended up with a half day off Friday, and Friday finished last week's stuff and then finished the exam. So I technically finished the class a week early, but it was <laughs> it was brutal. I, I added it up, and in seven weeks, I was spent 115 hours on that Ooh. class. Damn. Plus a full-time job. Yeah. And coaching softball. Ugh. So it, it's been a it's been a busy uh 
seven seven sounds weeks. like it jeez so yeah it was my, like i said it was my fault i should have read the uh <laughs> should have read the course description right but it's done it's over i got a 98 i got an a in that nice. class so it's done so yeah i can breathe so what about you why you been busy oh just between kid ex- extracurriculars and it's a new this school year is different just because going from middle school to high school the the schedule shifted so it's later and then so picking up kid and then the extracurricular stuff sometimes it's right after school so I don't have to worry about getting but sometimes it's go get the kid and then I'll be back in two hours so, okay, now you need to eat. Now you need to do your homework and you do all your stuff in between there so we can get you back to practice. And between that and just general work stuff and helping out there and meetings, it's like even when I take a day off, something comes up. Like last week, we had an issue where supposedly somebody was trying to get it, was going to try to get into the school with guns and there was mention of a gang supposedly. So I was like, hey, it's my day off, but we got a text saying everybody needs to come in so i'm like hey i know i took today off but you need me to come in they're like yeah you need to come in so was that was that around the the national active shooter scare thing that happened a couple weeks ago no it had been later than that okay because they had it like this is just recent so because they had one i don't think it was last week it might have been the week before okay but one of the big public schools in cincinnati they had an active shooter oh did they that was yeah there was a fake call and then i guess on like the news they said it happened like all over the country Mm. and then like the call came from somewhere weird yeah you know when the fbi got involved and was like oh the call was from like colorado or something and it was like Uh, oh what yeah this one's different circumstances but maybe i mean if that happened before maybe that was the idea you know how stupid people are once they hear something and it's put in their their mind like, oh, that's a great idea. I'm going to do that, too. Yeah, you know, of course. <laughs> so I guess I don't know. Call this like a form of swatting. Maybe I don't know. It was kind of stupid, though, because like you're getting locked down, so you're not going to be able to leave. I don't know why you're doing this, but whatever. That's crazy. Yeah, just a lot of that. And uh, it's that time of the season. So we haven't quite got haven't quite gotten to to winter when everybody slows down a little bit because it's too cold to do stuff so yeah and it's not even cold yet (laughs) yeah i know well you know how it is it hit what it hit a certain day of september and then it seemed like everybody was in pants and long sleeves and everything and i'm walking around in flip-flop shorts and a t-shirt still you guys it's not cold out the sun's out it's like 60 70 degrees you're you're ridiculous yeah well, I think it was, it might have been last week or the week before. It was like 70 mm-hmm. for like the first half of the week. And then it was right. like 50. Yeah. And like windy. It, and it was like, oh, yeah, it's cold. Like if the and sun's then, out, yeah. As long as the wind's not super cold, it's about the same. Like, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then like three days later, it was 70 again. Right. And it's like, oh, okay. False fall. Yeah. False fall. <laughs> Start spelling false with two L's. False. Well, did you get a? Uh, did you get some range time like you were talking? 
I did not. Then I did not. Yeah, you know the house needs cleaned. Yeah, the, that, fall, that fall, that fall cleaning. Well, you know, being busy as busy as we were, you know, and now with two dogs, and it's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna leave, and there's dog hair under the kitchen table. And it's like, <laughs> mm, I should probably do other things. Yeah. I spent a whole day, like, well, not a whole day, like a whole 24 hours about cleaning carpets in the house. Mm. Like, went and rented a carpet cleaner and all that. So that was a fun way to spend 24 hours of my time off to try and get some kind of cleanliness out of this house. That sounds awful. I was just thinking of vacuuming. Yeah. <laughs> and mopping. Well, I, try, I try to keep up on that, too, but... They definitely needed clean though, especially after having a dog that was sick. So mm, that's not good. Yeah, that is not fun. So what else been happening? Halftime. I don't even know what day it is. I got I got to touch an AK the other day, and uh, it, it it came in it came into work. We uh, I saw it pop up on the computer. Like a whole bunch of stuff happened at the end of the shift, and another guy and I were we're back at the department because we have reports and stuff. And, but as I was pulling in, I see this come in it said, woman wants to turn father's guns in. And I was like, I always feel tightness in my chest when I see that. And I was like, okay, let's see what this is. So I see, I see the other guy go out an older woman, not old, but she's an older woman. So I see him go out and pop the trunk open on the car. And he's looking I see him reach for his radio. I'm like, he's calling me out. And he's like, hey, can you come take a look at this for me real quick? And I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> and I go out there and it's just, she had an AK. It was in a, uh, you know, like an older cloth case, you know, the kind of a fuzzy lining on it. And he's like, yeah, she's afraid that this is automatic and doesn't know if it is. I'm like, all right, let's take a look at it. It's like, it was a Romanian AK. He's like, yeah, my dad, this was my dad's, and I'm I'm afraid it's an automatic. And I'm like, all right, grab it, mess with the selector switch. There's only two positions on it, so I instantly know. But I do a function check on it. It's like, yeah, it's just a semi. I said, it's not an automatic. And she's like, oh, and she turns and she hands this paperwork back to the guy that was handling it. She's like, well, my daughter, my daughter shoots, so I'll see what she says. And I'm thinking... Couldn't even just gone to her to see if it was automatic instead of one wasting our two time and like two. It was like every time something like that comes in, it's like, you know, instead of turning that in, I get off at <laughs> a certain time, you know. But it's like it's just weird all these people that want to do that. I, I don't think she knew anything about guns, obviously, but it's like just half the time we tell them, take it to a gun shop. They'll pay you for it, and then you know, somebody else will buy it. But so you didn't hand her a business card? Be like, well, if you change your mind, call me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pick it up at your house. I, I, I try not to skate the line too much on, on that kind of stuff. But yeah, if it was something, you know, if, if she didn't have anybody to go and she was dead set on that, I might have been like, hey, I'll give you, you know, whatever, you know, it's a little bit of money and come meet me afterwards in the parking lot and all. <laughs> at the police station. Yeah. It's safe here. Give me time to go to an ATM. I'll give you some money for it. But that's crazy. So what happens 
what happens if they she did turn it in so it was my understanding at that point that they destroy it but then i was talking to somebody and they said no that a lot of times they go to they'll take them and put them in a thing and uh it'll go to an auction Uh, and and i think i think you know whatever bit of money go like there's you know obviously a percentage goes to the auction company but then the rest comes back to us but it just depends because sometimes you know it's not a lot because it's going to an auction right so you can't just pull the gas tube off be like i cut it in two i'm gonna throw it in the dumpster real quick and there's kind of a yeah they they won't let you dispose of it that way it has to go (laughs) go through a a property kind of protocol to make sure it's disposed of properly if that's what it was but it's just so hit and miss a lot of times a lot of the stuff we see isn't really high quality stuff that you want to get your hands on right i can understand that yeah but that one, I was like, it didn't seem like it was in bad shape. I mean, I don't know what to look for, but it's like, yeah, the furniture, furniture, just give it a little TLC and clean it up. I was like, I, I'd be okay with it as a as a starter. Was it like wood furniture? Or was yeah, it-, it was wood furniture except for the grip. The grip was um, black plastic, so whatever it was. But yeah, the butt, all the other furniture was wood and had like, I don't know what what to call it. It was rough, but it had, you know, all the grain was an opposite like a darker color the grain right. was, lines were a darker color because it was light furniture oh nice so it was kind of cool i was like yeah maybe just give it a nice finish make really make it the make it look nice make the the color stand out it's like but, rattle can gold <laughs> i don't think i'd do that <laughs> but maybe give it a you know like a nice lacquer or something on it to make it a little shiny but, right they have that it, they have that blood stain red yeah so it looks like there's you know blood on it <laughs> which would be pretty cool that sounds interesting yeah i was like this is the most i've handled a firearm in a while like, this sucks <laughs> <laughs> i was going through all my stuff i was like i still have uh an 80 percenter i need to do so i think i have all the parts sitting there i just haven't had time to finish it up nice yeah i've got uh i've got a few in the basement well, I just I just uh, had a buddy of mine say something to me about it about an AR, and I said, "Well, I can technically I could build you one." Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says, "Oh yeah," I said, "Yeah, I actually have all the parts, so it'd be a you know mm-hmm. brand new build." Yeah, or I can pull one out that I know works out of the safe and stuff right. like that. So <laughs> I've got two. Two that I can build because I think I have all the parts for two, or wow. at least most of the parts for two. With the intent to to build, or are these just extra things that ended up laying around from modifications <sighs> to others? Yes. So I had um, aim had a sale, and this was probably you know a year to two years ago. They had a sale on the Anderson Manufacturing lowers. Uh huh. So I think they had blemished ones of those for like 40 bucks right or something so i bought like two of those and then they had the what's it called arrow 17 i think is the name of the company there's a 17 is in the name okay but that's a kind of a next level up from anderson oh okay they had those lowers blim on sale and i think the low those lowers are usually about 90 to 100 bucks and i think those were on sale for like 45 or 50 oh okay 
and I had bought two of those. So I've got four lowers laying around Jeez. and I wanted to do, cause I have a rare breed trigger. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do just to put that in a lower with a pistol brace. So I could put that on any upper right. of my choosing to shoot. So I was going to build one dedicated for that just as a lower. And then I had another, I was going to do one with just the mil spec trigger. Mm-hmm. So I had one of those lowers in case I had an issue with something else. Right. Cause I don't, I don't think any of my ARs have a mil spec trigger. in it. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I've got like six mil spec triggers and the parts to build one. So I'm going to nice. just build one that has a mil spec in case you know, something doesn't end up working. Right. So that was kind of the intent for the Andersons. So, so you're, you're at the point where you're starting to build not completes, but like, okay, I'm going to make this lower like this and this lower like this. And I can start swapping out stuff based on the upper pretty much like whatever I want to shoot with. (laughs) Yeah. Because that rare breed, you know, is a, you know, a pull fire, release fire, mm-hmm. you know, like a binary trigger. Right. So I didn't really want a dedicated rifle or pistol for mm-hmm. that. Right. Because I'm like, how how much would I shoot that? Right. So it'd just be fun to have the lower and it's like, okay, there's a range day. We'll just slap this on here and go through a right. couple of magazines and have fun. <laughs> so that was kind of, yeah, that was kind of where I was at because I didn't need the lowers and really didn't have any intention for them oh okay when i bought them and then i had a couple buddies that were like well if you build something i'd buy it i'm like well buy it first and i'll build it yeah you know i don't i'm not don't want to build something and then yeah that annoys me when people like do you realize how many different things can go into this how about we sit down and figure out what you want yeah and hammer out all your parts and make a list and like okay here you know Here's what you want to put into it. Here's what it's going to look like. I'll give you a price. Tell me if that's good. Like, that. yeah. <laughs> well, my my thing is more like, well, I'll tell you what to order. You order the parts, you, and I'll do oh, that it too. For you. Well, that too. I mean, you know, because I didn't, wanting, I didn't want to get stuck. You know, with right? The cost of another build. Well, I mean, you can always do some kind of, I, you know, if you want to get a little, a little on your end for time, then like, all right, here's how much it is. How about you know, pay me up front or give me half up front and we'll do it. And then, you know, that way you can get a little, little, little payment for your time. Unless, unless they're trying to learn how to do it themselves. Like, right. I guess that's, that's a different thing. I've done that with people before that I work with that have never built their things or whatever. And I'm like, just bring it in, like, get all your stuff. If you don't want to, here's, you know, a video that I watched to learn how to do it if you don't want to do that bring your stuff in we'll do it here i'll, I'll show you exactly how to do it yeah because i've offered that you know like i got all the tools they and just don't want to do it they... and yeah and it's like well you build it and i'll buy it and i'm like well if you want that i've got one in the safe yeah <laughs> you know i'll sell you this and then i'll go build me another one yeah exactly and then it's like uh and then it was kind of one of those things where like psa had the upper and mm-hmm. a, a built upper right that didn't have the bolt carrier group or a charging handle but it was like mm-hmm. 120 bucks oh, and geez. it's like man that's a steal so i bought one so yeah. i i think i have two complete uppers i've got stuff i know to finish two lowers um 
I think AIM had a sale on their drop-in triggers. Mm-hmm. So I bought like two of those. So I, I think the only thing that I would need to build the two Andersons with the rare breed and the mill spec and then the other two lowers with the two uppers that I have mm-hmm. is like a lower parts kit and just okay. like the springs and detents. But right. I have like a trigger and, mm. you know, a, a pistol brace and I've, I've got a you know rifle stock. So right. I can build all that stuff. It's just... I don't really have a reason to. <laughs> and it's been like, you know, somebody will say, hey, do you still build ARs? I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, I haven't in a while, but yeah, right. why? Well, I want one. Okay, well, tell me what you want. And we'll, right. and we'll do it. Do you just want a standard whatever? So I've got stuff to, you know, the intent was just to kind of have some spare. Right. But over the course of building up a stockpile of spares, it's like, oh, you know, I probably have enough to build two more yeah that i don't i don't need so i'll just leave it in pieces well it's almost i don't know it's it's all i think it's smart if you can to have some extra lowers or whatever sitting around i mean i've already found in just the the builds that i've done you start to see more the more you go out and shoot and all that the more you you start having preferences for certain things you know like my first my first rifle that i built was pretty plain Jane. Of course, I was trying to do it, you know, cheaply and all that. And just so that way I had the thing. But then by the time I was ready to do my second one, I'd shot enough and I was like, okay, I'd really like to, you know, maybe do, you know, I'm not going crazy on the parts, but like, okay, I think I I like, you know, maybe this kind of trigger in it or maybe eh, the barrel or, you know, this little accessory wasn't quite right, you know. I built my last one and I was like, yeah, I'm really happy with that. And then now here I am. We, we got those, what are those called? Zions for work. So now the two rifles that I've built that I was using to carry at work, I don't need for work now because they're, they finally supplied us with our, with a rifle. So everybody has the same rifle at work. Nice. Well, I went, we went to shoot that and then I realized like, oh, this grip I really liked it. Well, it's not a Magpul. The angle on it's different. Like, well, I, I like that one better. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Now I got to go back <laughs> and swap out my Magpuls. You know, I gotta keep an eye, keep an eye on these to see if I can never get these on sale. The ones that, that are on those Zions. Cause I like those better. It's like, well, great. Now I got to <laughs> swap everything out. And then, I mean, I'm sure I can resell those Magpul grips, but. that And that's what I did. I mean, I, you know, I built mine over time you know, with the parts that I, I wanted mm-hmm. at the time. And then I think my second or third AR build, I bought a BCM grip. Okay. And I'm like, Oh wow. <laughs> I really like this. There's more to life than Magpul. <laughs> yeah. And it was kind of the same boat. So I was like, okay, I see them on sale. I bought two more. So the other, you know, the other two rifles I built, I changed those out. So, you know, now my toolbox has a drawer full of Magpul and standard A2 grips. And it's like, well, I got those for a rainy day. <laughs> you know, if, if anybody wants, you know, a right. lower with an A2 grip on it, I don't have to buy one. I've got four of them laying around. So nice. But that's, you know, that's like you said, that's the way it goes. I, I really like the, the aim slash rise trigger. Mm-hmm. And they're fairly cheap. I mean, you can, you know, they're a hundred bucks. 
regular price, but you can get them on sale for, you know, 80. Right. You know, when I have a couple lowers, it's like, oh, I'll wait till they go on sale and they're on sale and I'll buy yeah, one or two. And it's like, well, okay, now I've got spares or that's in, uh-huh. every, you know, that's in everything. Right. So those it's not nice. You just drop those in and it, well, go. <laughs> the, the other nice thing about that is like my, my two ARs that I like the best, my, you know, five, five, six AR pistol and my 300 blackout. Mm-hmm. are built almost the same okay. you know, they have the same safety selector ambi safety selector the same grip the same they both have eotex but they're different eotex but there's you know it's kind of the <laughs> same they both have a folding stock they both have the same uh forearm brace okay you know the the um you know the setups the barrel lengths are a little bit different mm-hmm. the hand guards are a little bit different but all in all, I mean, essentially, if you pick them up, they're feel like the same gun. Right. It's got the same thing in it. So, now, is that an intentional thing where you yes. try to you you make them pretty similar, even though they're different calibers or whatever? Is that a preference or is that a intentional thing that it's it's a preference? Because um, I did that on my on the Faxon nine millimeter PCC that I bought mm-hmm. AR. I haven't installed it yet, but I have the same BCM grip and okay. aim trigger to drop into that. I don't have it. I don't have an EOTech on it, but it's the same feel. Okay. Um, the only downfall I would think to doing something like that is, especially with the 300 and the 556, would be to get like the magazines mixed up. Okay. But I have colored magazines okay so say yeah if you mark them somehow you should be all right yeah so i have like the gold or tan brown color or all the 300 oh and then everything else like black red blue whatever any other color is for you know standard ar nice it's kind of what i've done and i've i've heard people say use metal for one and like p mags for the other because so you can feel the difference in the dark and it's like well (laughs) <laughs> what kind of what kind of scenario is that that you're having to switch calibers <laughs> or I don't, discern I, what caliber it is in the dark <laughs> yeah i don't know because i've got you know to that testament all the 300 are in like an ammo can right so like they're separate they're not all jumbled together in one place where you would mistakenly grab one for the other right so okay. If I'm going to the safe to grab an AR, there's two magazines in there, and both of them are five, five, six. Okay. So it'd be grabbing the correct gun and mm-hmm. both those mags to right. run upstairs to deploy that. Okay. You know, so it's not like there's a mag for every gun in the safe. Mm-hmm. It's well, this is the one I'm going to grab. I'm right. not. I'm not going to grab that 300 because right. it doesn't run right, and I'm not going to trust my wife with it. So. <laughs> Yeah, you know, this so is the you, one I'm gonna grab. So, so yeah, the system for it. five five six in the safe, three hundred block blackouts in the wall safe behind your painting of Joe Biden. And <laughs> can we edit that out? <laughs> I mean, at least you didn't say full size. Full size <laughs> painting of Biden. It could be of him, you know, like what was that? Like Bill Clinton in a dress, you know, it could be something funny like that. It doesn't mean it has to be in a it's it's the father son 
There you go. <laughs> Joe and Hunter. <laughs> I mean, how how can you hide a full size safe behind a little painting? You gotta have that's, a full size true. Full size painting. Yeah. Uh, I lost your video. Uh oh. Can you hear me still? I can. Okay. Yeah, I just looked up and it froze at a bad bad spot. It just says Mr. Pixel. Uh, oh, my picture kind of has like that that meme where the guy's like, ooh, kind of. Like, <laughs> nice. That's what I look like I'm doing. Oh, the joys. Yeah, I have the little spinny thing. So if you, if, I, if my audio drops out, let me know. Okay. I can do that. Possible difficulties. Some things never change. <sighs> it's weird. I mean, we're recording this in the middle of the day. I know. Government <laughs> holiday. There shouldn't be people. Yeah, my wife's not working, so she's, I mean, she's streaming right now, but she's not using her computer, so sometimes I think that was the problem, but you never know. Seems kind of odd, yeah. but oh well, it yeah. is what it is. We're still, we're still on. Yeah, it's not like people are are, are coming to us for video anyways, so. <laughs> right. As long as, as long as they get the audio, we're good, right? That's true. That's true. But yeah, all my all my setups are like that. So I have, you know, upstairs in the bedroom safe with the Glock, there's three Glock mags. And then in the safe in the basement, there's two more, two or three more. Okay. So if I went down to retrieve the AR, I'd probably grab those magazines also. And that'd give me five or six for the pistol and two for the AR. Nice. That's kind of my thought process mm -hmm. um, on that. So depending on where you're at in the house at the time somebody breaks in depends on what they're going to get filled with. Sort of. <laughs> if I'm in this room, you're going to eat nine mil. If I'm in this room, you're going to eat some five, five, six. <laughs> well, it's the, you know, the, I have the Glock 19 and three mags up here. So if I'm, if I'm deploying that to get to the basement, then I would be, getting the ar i do have a shotgun with one of those like rambo ban bandolier things that yeah. have the shotgun shells in it <laughs> and that like hangs on my like ammo shelf mm -hmm. so i could grab that but i don't train with that so i really don't see uh -huh. doing that it's just that would be more of a we're getting out of dodge <laughs> mm -hmm. quick grab there's a hundred rounds and a shotgun it's not going to take up a lot of space uh, throw it in the car and go you know that's that's kind of more what that is but mm -hmm. i don't know there's there's only a couple I, I do have a couple ak mags that sit on top of like the ammo shelf that i mm -hmm. could grab but i'd really have to find some ears to, to pull that. <laughs> or i'd get one shot and everybody else would be deaf including me and it would not be not be enjoyable right i mean that whole scenario wouldn't be enjoyable anyway i would i would presume right but when your ears are bleeding well i guess hear. i guess that's that's an interesting thing to touch on since we really came into this with nothing really planned do you think it's important to have some kind of hearing protection or something staged around or do you think that's something that yeah I, you know, listening to people 
who's been in that situation and they they come out saying that they didn't even hear the gunshots right i don't know that it's the the important part of the mm-hmm. scenario and if you did i would want to have the ear pro that's electronic yeah. that you turn on and you could hear mm-hmm. that way if somebody's saying don't shoot i'm putting my gun down then you heard it you know what i'm saying right so if, if you're just stuffing earplugs in your ears and you can't hear at all um then I mean, I, you know that that scenario I, you're not gonna are you really gonna i mean are you really gonna believe somebody if they break in and they're like oh i'm giving up like waving a white flag like <laughs> are you really going to trust them i mean well i mean there's there's those of us that know what a shotgun rack or a you know a slide rack on a glock or something an mm-hmm. ar charging hand we know what that sounds like right mm-hmm. so i'd imagine there's probably bad guys that do too and maybe it's a drunk guy that went to the wrong house you know what i mean mm-hmm. that got sober really fast when they heard that sound. <laughs> so if i'm not if i'm wearing you know foam earplugs and can't hear that you know i don't want to shoot somebody that's drunk or just in the wrong place now if they're kicking my door repeatedly i don't think they're gonna surrender at that or yes i don't know that they would be honest about surrendering hearing that i don't think i would sacrifice my ears to save my life so i don't know right. that slowing down to put ear pro on mm-hmm. is something i don't have staged around the house um i do have some like electronic in-ear earbuds that are like close to the nightstand mm-hmm. but that's getting them out of the case turning them on right putting them in moving i don't know that i'd want to spend the time doing that mm-hmm if I'm going downstairs to grab something, I know my range bag is right there and there is a set of like Walker right. electronic in there that I'm, I might grab before running back up the steps to throw on if I'm grabbing an AR. But I mm-hmm. don't know that that's something that's on my mind. Right. I don't like I know where mine are, but I think the benefit of having the electronic would be nice because you can kick those up more and you'll be able to hear better than if just with your regular ears. So you could probably hear if somebody's moving around. Right. But get some suppressors. Then you're good a little bit better in the hearing uh, department there. Coincidentally, it was Biden with his whole, Oh, you just need a shotgun because you can scare them. Two shots in the air. Yeah. Yeah. Like I want, I'll, I'd rather mop up blood than clean my ceiling, fix my ceiling. But um, I yes. I think I think another thing though to think about with that is how likely is someone to hear? You know, I I I'm completely against this whole. Oh, it's like the movies. I'm gonna rack my shotgun and see if that intimidates them. You know, I'm gonna if it's not already loaded. You know, yeah, I'll I'll rack it, but I'm not trying to scare somebody. If you have to run to a spot and and grab your AR, I'm in. I get everybody's everybody's situation is different. You might not leave guns around loaded. You know, maybe I, I'm popping in a mag and and racking the the bolt on the AR. But how loud is that? You know, if they're in the same room with you when you're doing that, you're way behind the damn eight ball on that. 
So yeah, if if, if they've if got a gun, you're you're in some, trouble. If someone's actively trying to break in, they're not going to hear it. Like like you said before, like if they're kicking in your door, they're not going to hear anything going on inside of that house. But let's let's even say, and I mean, it's different for everybody. If you live in an apartment, and let's say somebody's inside, just inside the front door, and you're in an adjacent room, even in perfect conditions where it's quiet, are they going to be able to hear what's going on in that room? You know, if right. in in my house, if somebody's coming, if somebody made it in through my my front door, and I'm in, you know, I'm in the office down there they might be able to hear something going on. But if I'm upstairs in my bedroom, they might hear me walking around, but they're not going to hear me throwing on whatever I'm throwing on or grabbing whatever I'm grabbing. Or, you know, I, I don't think that's, that's a likely scenario for somebody. Plus they're probably going to be all jacked up too on adrenaline going in and they're looking around for whatever they can, they can grab. I mean, if there's really gotta be something wrong if they're coming to my place, but <laughs> with what I have parked out front, but <laughs> yeah, there's and some, I, int- there's some intent behind that. If you're coming into my place. Yeah, that's, and I, you know, I don't, I don't have the same thing parked in my driveway, but right. if somebody puts their foot on my front door, I've got two security four legged mm-hmm. yeah. animals yeah i didn't even think of that mine bark at everything so if somebody even comes onto our property they're going nuts so yeah because somebody i mean somebody coming on the porch is going to set the ring doorbell off first oh okay so if they can get that close without the dogs alarming Mm -hmm. then i'm going to hear the ring doorbell if they open the screen door to put a foot on the front door i definitely have the dogs barking so would they hear any sort of loading in in my house? No, <laughs> they wouldn't. And if they keep coming in with the dogs barking, then there is probably no turning back. So <laughs> yeah, would Ear Pro make a difference in that situation for me to hear that? No. You know, if they make it, if they breach the door, now I've got two labs that are wanting pets and to give kisses because that's how they are because they're not security guard dogs they'll think somebody's coming in the house to play with them right so now i've got to shoot said person around through over dogs <laughs> which would just be a bad day all around but keep your shots high and tight yeah so it, to me the only scenario where i would go downstairs to grab the ar is if at the same time i hear somebody at the back door mm. And now I have two issues, you know, right. I've got one in the front door, one in the back door, maybe one coming through the garage, which, you know, my, my man door to the garage is unlocked. Right. So they, you know, they could have already breached that and I have an unlocked door between them and me. Yeah. So now I've got, now I've got bigger issues. Yeah. I don't think it's very common that they split up whenever it comes to any kind of a home invasion i wouldn't either and you know i don't try to keep enemies that right would be bringing (laughs) a a gaggle of people to my house right you know i I try to not do things and right yeah i think most (laughs) partake in things whenever most of the time whenever you see something like that it's someone's kicking it in they're all bum rushing in through the one door so i mean there's only a couple of instances I can think of where 
you might be getting multiple doors and that's, you know, we'll just say those are organizations that if you say something about you might, we might get some flags on us. So, but (laughs) other than that, they're usually pretty, pretty disorganized and they're all bum rushing in through one, one entry point. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of my, my scenario. I really don't see, you know, much of any, you know, necessity to go that route. Mm -hmm. Cause that's one other thing that you've got to check batteries on and make sure they work all the time. Right. Something like that. So I do have probably an extra set that I could put up here. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I've got a couple of pairs, a couple sets, but it's nothing I've really even thought of until today. Yeah. Well, it's that time of year. We're in October. We're coming up on the holidays. We're going to have uh, Amazon's already pimping their stuff out to everybody. You've got Black Friday. I don't know. Keep your eyes open. See if some of those electronic hearing protection go on sale. Grab you an extra pair or something and leave it somewhere. I mean, I like those things. Those things are great to have. And that's another one of those things where the more you get used to them, like, oh, what's this? What's the little bells and whistles does this one have? Get you the one you've been eyeballing. Take the older one. Throw it with some of your, your battle gear. If you, you know, you're bumping the night gear and you know, slowly do that trickle down of, okay, this one's good, but not what I would use for this. I'll, I'll throw it over here. Now you have a spare. Yeah. And I, I will say there is a difference between them. Oh yeah. You know, because the first, the first pair I had was kind of a, a Bass Pro. Okay. um, stickered i don't know who made them but it was like <laughs> on sale. Which other companies Bass have for... it they just put their name on it yeah and it was the big like big you know headphone electronic set oh okay with the big knob and they were great until i shot a rifle with them and the problem was you know when you cheek weld it pushes it up oh yeah so I was like, well, these suck. They're great with a pistol, but they're mm-hmm. terrible with a rifle. Right. And then I bought um the walkers, which are which are great. And they like they mm-hmm. they, they angle down, they yeah. taper down. So they don't do that as much. And then I had a pair of like the cheap Peltor. Uh-huh. Um, that did the same thing that were a lot better audio wise. Okay. So I've kind of cycled through a pattern of like cheap ones and a little bit more and a little bit mm-hmm. more and then i have a couple of like the um oh the the axle that are in ear wired okay. that it's kind of like wearing a wired you know earbuds mm-hmm. and i'm not a big fan of those because of the wire okay like i've had that get caught on a butt oh, stock really? oh really like pop it out um so i use those when i mow <laughs> because they're they're electronic and bluetooth yeah so i can i can listen to podcasts when i'm mowing right um and then i bought the walker in-ear so they're the in-ear wireless okay and they're they're a little bit better but they're they're big and heavy so ah. it almost feels like they're gonna fall out of your ear okay do i those, haven't do those mold or were they just you just stick them in. You just stick them in. So they okay. have the, yeah, you got to kind of roll up the black foam. Oh, it's an expanding foam that goes yeah. in there. Okay. 
Yeah, so I don't think it's going to fall out. It just feels kind of big. Okay. But I think like the next step up from those are like the molded. Yeah, I've been I've been watching those for a while, and I can't remember who I saw it. It might have been like who was it, Tactical Toolbox or somebody like that. Some of the for there for a while, and this has probably been a year if not longer, where a bunch of the gun the gun people had you know how you know how it is you watch enough of them you can see where certain companies are trying to push so they they advertise a little more with some but there's a company oh what is it called decibels i think it's like d-e-c-i-b-u-l-l-z or something like that and they deal you can find them on amazon and i don't know it just popped up here recently probably because they're listening to me but um (laughs) <laughs> even of though i try to turn all that shit off um but they're the in-ear and those are you mold those to your ears and I, it's the electronic you know the passive and all that kind of stuff and they're not too bad but i guess i just haven't done my due diligence to look and see if those are worth it or not because that would be great to not have to deal with now they're I've, <laughs> yeah i i've got a couple buddies that like one of the guys is the owner of impact shooting okay and he's put it out there and i can't think it may be this company i can't think of the name of the company but they have moldable ear pro Mm -hmm. and when i looked them up there's like three or three to five different tiers okay and the cheapest one was like a thousand bucks and i'm like there's no way that i'm spending (laughs) that, that much money that's that's operator stuff right there it if if i owned a range and i was there every day Mm -hmm. and made my money doing that right sure yeah that's more that's more like that's like sound engineer level like if your job is to be doing stuff at concerts and stuff i could you know i could see that being justified where you got it you're trying to figure out based off of how everything sounds what adjustments need to be made i could see that being an area where they do that too or or teaching class to where you're wearing those what's really the difference in sound like if if if, if you're instructing i mean give me a good pair of walkers or whatever and as long as i can talk to people and hear hear what they're saying and nobody's screaming at each other i would think that'd probably be about all i need i i was thinking more of comfort that if you're yeah if you're doing a six eight hour class like Oh, that's four true. days a week. Yeah. That it's like, okay, I'm going to spend the money on this because it's like, it's like a good pair of work boots. That's true. You yeah. Know, if you're standing comfort. in them 60 hours a week, then go buy a pair of red wings. Yeah. Not, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, not Wolverines that don't <laughs> kill your feet. <laughs> but if you're wearing them 20 hours a week, then, then you don't have to spend the money. Mm-hmm. But that's more of my thought. And I, like I said, I know there's probably ones in between because I think those walkers were like a hundred bucks. Okay. The in the in ear ones. Okay. Um, and I want to say I saw them and they were like one fifty or something, and then I looked on Amazon and found them on sale and mm-hmm. and got them for like a hundred bucks, and that to me was almost pushing them because the the Peltors are the there were the low end over the ears, and I think I spent about a hundred hundred and ten or twenty on those. Okay. And they're really nice, but they're still still over the ear. Yeah. yeah. And going to the range for 
you know, two or three hours, like you take them off and your ears are all sweaty and hot and it's <laughs> Ooh, like, sweat. It's sweaty. But it's just like these are not comfortable. And I couldn't imagine wearing them like a ton, you know. Yeah. But I, I don't know. To me, that's I like being comfortable, but if I'm only using it three or four hours a month, I'm not I don't want to spend a thousand dollars on that. Yeah, that's <laughs> but like there's gotta be something in between. I just haven't oh I'm sure there is. I haven't looked. Yeah. There's always I'm kind of happy where my, my ear pros at at the moment, you know. Right. But you know, there's always every couple of years something better will come out and we'll have some some improvements in the technology and then all the technology you had before gets cheaper. So yeah. 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 Ear well, pro. Didn't yeah. know we were going down the ear pro I, path. I know. Well we haven't, but you know, why not? I mean, we kind of jumped around a little bit, but yeah. why not? Just keep it keep it loose. It's true. So, so I don't know. What do you think? Make this one a little bit shorter and yeah. tap out. And so. I lost your video again. <laughs> Sign of a bitch. <clears throat> See, it's telling us we need to stop this one. Of course. Okay. Do we want to wrap this or you want to put it? Yeah. That was a little of everything this time. I guess uh working back into it. Sorry to everybody for the uh the the gap in material, but uh, you know, life and stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, life and stuff. <laughs> What what is it? Life uh finds a way. So <laughs> to get away your plans. <laughs> That's right. Right. Life got <laughs> so, in the way. Life got in the way. So but we figured it out. So um do you have anything else before we jump out of here? I don't think so. Thanks for sticking with us in our <laughs> month hiatus. Yeah, well, well, we'll see when we look at the numbers after this comes out, if yeah. anybody stuck with us. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. It'll pop up. <laughs> yeah. But no, I don't have anything. All right. Well, if you happen to just stumble across this and wonder what these two are babbling about, um, go jump over to Facebook, check out Wasted Ammo Podcast, uh, join that group. There's a lot more people there plenty to talk about uh join us on instagram at aftershock underscore podcast uh, we don't spam the crap out of you we're not worried about the algorithm uh, just every once in a while we'll post something interesting or give you an update an episode came out in case you didn't know uh, we're on twitter as well if that's your thing aftershock pod one the number one it's all one word and hop over to strikeforceenergy.com for your not overly sugar caffeinated needs. Uh, use the code aftershock, all one word, at, at the checkout, and you'll get 20% off of your order. Go give that a try. And with that, I think we're gonna we're gonna get out of here. So for Mr. Shock over there. I'm John Pixel. We'll talk to you guys next time. See ya. After show.